flight track. Welcome to Infandelity with B and C. One day, a former jock, that's B, married a self-proclaimed nerd, that's C, and slowly she introduced him to the path of nerdum enlightenment. Here we will discuss pop culture media and fandoms that we share and some that we don't. It's all fun and games until your spouse finishes the show without you. So, <laughs> this week is going to be a little bit interesting because... Last week, we were, quote-unquote, on vacation. I wouldn't necessarily call it a vacation. That was a good one. <laughs> yes. A trip. We were on a trip. Mm-hmm. And so, um, we didn't really watch a lot of TV between getting back. We left on Friday morning um, and packed. I packed Thursday night, um, left Friday morning. Uh, Saturday and Sunday we were out all day at the parks mm-hmm. Monday we drove back so and Tuesday I went to work so we have really not had a lot of time to kind of catch up on TV but we decided to uh, just record an episode and talk about Disney World um, what it's like I feel like it still goes along with our podcast. Mm-hmm. There's some really nerd shit happening at Disney World, so I felt like we could talk about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as far as our homework, of course, this segment is based on uh, counseling. When you attend a counseling session, you often have homework. Speaking of, I have not done my homework for my counseling session. But that's neither here nor there. It just reminded me. <laughs> um, but for Infandelity, we watch each other's recommendations or we watch a show together. And then we just kind of talk about our experiences watching that show together. Um, like I said, we haven't watched a lot. But last night, uh, we did watch, I think, an episode and a half of Queen's Gambit. Mm-hmm. I think we only have, I think there's seven episodes and we're on episode five or six five. we're on five yeah. okay so maybe yeah so we watched the episode and a half we watched the end of three and all of four um brent i feel like was sleep most of the time though i'm gonna or go being, back i'm gonna go back and rewatch. terrible i was so irritated y'all like now you know how i've been feeling all them years <laughs> and you used to fall asleep on game of thrones and all that shit and you have to rewatch it i'm just like <clears throat> But he, he literally, you literally set yourself up to go to sleep. Like, mm-hmm. you pushed the couch back. You wrapped yourself up in a blanket. Like he, I get comfortable. He literally set himself up to go to sleep. He did not set himself up to watch this show. I get comfortable. Once I get comfortable, it's a wrap. It's OV. But anyway, from what I've seen, um, it's definitely taken a turn. I mean, she's, you know, she's a little bit older. It was kind of strange when the time jump happened because we started it. Like I had, I guess I had paused it uh, at the, in the middle of episode three, and then episode that's, that when I when I played it, that part started up, uh, like three years later because I think she was fifteen, uh, when she first started doing tournaments, and then or two years later, um, 
And then at this point, she was like 17 and she was going to Las Vegas to compete in the U.S. Open. Um, And that's when she competed with kind of like her American counterpart. I can't even remember his name, but as we talked about last week, he played Jojen in Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he beat her. So they ended up splitting that championship. Um, And then she went to Mexico and... um, she almost that she ended up playing a Russian, I think that was like her top competitor, and then um, her mom died in the mm-hmm. hotel, so that was that. So it's kind of taking a sad turn. I'm hoping it'll pick back up. Um, also, I think I kind of woke you up on that part where that older guy, when she was 15, she met him and he was in college. Mm-hmm. Um, in her first tournament, and then she met him in Las Vegas, you know, a couple years later. And I could not tell what was going on there. Like, I couldn't tell if he was, like, he was flirting with her, but then it was just really weird. Mm -hmm. And then, like, a guy came in, and I saw he had a wedding band, so I was like, is this guy his husband? Like, I just really don't, I did not understand that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm interpreting it as, he likes her, but it's strange, obviously, because she's underage, and he's also married, and he's might also be in a gay relationship. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot going on there that I just I needed it to be clarified. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe if you watch it, you can. And I get something else that I get another. Right, you and you can clarify, you can confirm my suspicions about what that scene was about. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it was very weird and she kept having like flashbacks to him. So I was like, did she not want to be in that situation? Like, did she feel uncomfortable in that situation? Right. But also at the same time, I felt like she had a lot of agency over herself because, you know, it seems like she was very uh, clear in expressing how things made her feel. So I felt like if she did feel uncomfortable, she would just be like, oh, I'm good. I'm going to go back upstairs. But she never did that. Mm -hmm. So I was very confused. But then again, it was like, oh, she's 17. So maybe she did feel, you know, obligated to be in his room and take pictures with him and whatever. Yeah, I thought that whole situation was creepy. Yeah, it was strange. So I don't know. I need more explanation. So... If y'all that listen can provide me with more insight or, you know, once Brent watches it again, we'll see what happens there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to, since this episode is going to be a little bit short, I'm going to skip my ad for now and just kind of go into our main topic, our main tea for the week. Mm-hmm. So, like we said, we went to Disney World this weekend. Uh, we went to two parks. We went to... Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. Yes. Um, Saturday, we went to Animal Kingdom. <laughs> Kingdom. <laughs> we went to Animal Kingdom bright and early. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. We went with Brent's parents, and so they like to get to the park close to when it opens. We never got there as soon as it opened, but... So here's the thing. So usually whenever I've gone, or whenever we used to go to Florida or whatever, together as a family... We never went to the parks that early. I think now they want to go because originally the plan was they want to get up there early because the park was supposed to close at like 5 p.m. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they wanted to be able to do everything right within, within that time frame or whatever. Right. But then once we kind of got there, we realized that, oh shit, the park actually closed at 8. Yeah. So I think even in that time, they were still stuck on, well shit, 
our brains to get there as early as possible, damn it, when they're open, so... Yeah. It was gung-ho to that, so yeah, we was up early as fuck. Like, right. That's why I said it was not, like, a vacation, because there was no sleeping in. Right. It was just straight up on-go, walking, hella walking. Yeah, I wore time. the wrong shoes. Yep. So my feet were hurting. Um, but yeah. So, um, King, Kingdom of... <laughs> I don't know why I want to call it that. I don't know. Um, Animal Kingdom, I had been there before, once before. Brent, I'm sure, has been there several times. Yeah. Um, so this was my second time, but it was Brent's first time experiencing the Pandora section of the park. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess my favorite, the first time I rode the Pandora ride, uh, the Flight of Passage, Navi Flight of Passage, I think it's called. Um, I was amazed like I was blown away like just the graphics and the feelings and the emotion like I really felt like I was flying this um is it called a Navi I don't think it's called a Navi I thought that's what they call right I thought that's what the people are called yeah I don't know what the feeling is called oh lord let me look it up the little dragon um so dragon bird (laughs) so Avatar like came out in 2009 I think if I'm not mistaken. And, um... I feel like it was longer than that. That movie was so long that, like, um... We did not want to watch it over again. Yeah, it's called a Navi. The people are called something else. Okay. Um... Which sucks that I don't really have time. But yeah, so that's obviously like a cult. I guess, I don't know, did people really like it at that time? I can't even remember mm-hmm. if people liked Hell it. Yeah, people like that movie. That, that was oh. like one of the top CGI movies of its time. Like, that's what really like I know it was, shit up for real. Right, I know that the CGI was like a really big deal, but yeah. I couldn't remember if people were like into it, into it. Or were they just amazed by the graphics? I think they were amazed by the graphics. I mean, I liked I liked the movie or whatever. Like it was interesting to see yeah. them. Like the, the storyline was interesting. Um, I don't know. I liked it. The little battle scenes, the fight scenes they had in that shit was cool. Right. I liked it. Why does the fandom page say that? Oh, a banshee. A banshee. That's right. That's what they call them. Yeah. Navi are the people. Mm-hmm. It's called a bit a banshee, or the Navi name is Ikron. Right. Oh, anyways. So, yeah, I mean, I like the movie, too. Um, Of course, like, the hidden message, which is so funny because I think about, like, this time and the pandemic and they were talking about all these movies about uprisings and y'all surprised that people are uprising Mm -hmm. right now. And so this was another kind of, like, metaphor for, I think it was for environmentalism and, um, you know, you know, kind of colonialism and or imperialism. Um, So I like those things about the movie. Um, I don't know how I felt like, so I told Brent when we were riding one of the rides that I did not appreciate the aliens being, like, Afrocentric. Mm Just because I feel like in order... There were no black people in the movie outside of the characters who played aliens. Mm -hmm. And I just really didn't like that. Like, at the time, it was cool. But in hindsight, it's like, we really can't be in a sci-fi movie unless we're alien. Yeah. So that bothered me as an adult, as a grown person. But, um... 
Yeah. How did you feel about it? It was your first time riding Flights of Passage. How did you feel about it? I liked it. Um, I think, so here's my thing. You watched like all those uh, YouTube Disney videos. So I need you to give us like a thorough review. Uh, okay. I liked it. Here's what I wish. Well, here's the thing. I wasn't going to be able to avoid everybody like gassing it. Yes. Like my parents gassed the fuck out of it. Like so hard. Like, oh, we waited three hours for it. It was the best ride. It was such a great experience. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Like gassed it. Then and you I wrote did it. too. Gassed it. Yeah. Like hella gassed. So it was like hella gassed <laughs> that I was receiving from every fucking direction. So I was like, all right, this shit must be span- like spec-fucking-tacular. So then, like, I'm expecting, like, it, like just the works and shit. So when I finally ride it, I was just like, oh. Oh. <laughs> That's how I felt riding it a second time. I felt like, oh. Yeah, I was just, I mean, I think it was just so much gas. So I'm like, oh, yeah, this shit, these motherfuckers finna be right next to us. Like, it's finna be, like, hella real. I mean, it was dope. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, the, the cinematography was dope. The scenery of it was dope. It was cool, like, the little banshee shit. You could feel it breathing and shit mm-hmm. under you. Mm-hmm. So that shit was cool. Um, but, like, I told him, like, it felt like... I'm not sure if anybody has been to, like, Universal Studios when they had um, Back to the Future ride, but it felt like a back... It felt like a combination of Back to the Future mixed with Soarin' at Epcot. Um, Soarin' at Epcot kind of gave you the same thing. Like, you were literally soaring over different cities and, con- and countries and shit, and you're on this big-ass... I forget what they call them. I forget what they call it. The shits that you like, uh, you run off of a cliff and you just... A hang glider. Yeah, it's like a hang glide shit with the big ass... I don't know what the fuck it's called, but... Yeah, um, so I don't know. It, it kind of gave me that vibe. Um, it was like a big ass screen and shit and you could just... Yeah, you just flying and shit. But it was dope. Um, I don't know why I was so into it the first time. Maybe just because it was my first time, but like this time I was kind of looking around yeah. more and I noticed like how it was set up, mm-hmm. like a theater. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, that kind of threw me off once I realized how it was, it was set other up. people that was doing this. Yeah, thing. and then my glasses, I don't know if it was my hair, my mask, but like my glasses were white as shit and they like would not stay on my face or not fit on my face. So it was just. I don't know. My experience was kind of shaky, but I still had a good time. Yeah, um, it was fun. I, I mean, I still liked it. Do, would I be waiting three hours for that shit, though? Fuck no. Like, I think ours was like 45 minutes, like, realistically, yeah. and I think that was good enough. But if I, like, when yeah, it first came out... three hours. Three, a three-hour wait for that? Mm, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm good on that one. But yeah, yeah no, it, I, I like the ride, though. And then everything else, I mean, of course, Expedition Everest is like the, 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 uh, oh God, that's my favorite fucking ride there. The roller coaster in that park. And yeah, it was really fun. And we rode it twice. And then we got to go in like the front of the car. And I'm, I'm, I told Brent at this point, I think being in a relationship with him long enough, I now enjoy roller coasters. I did not before. <laughs> um, but now I'm like, I see the fun in them, mm-hmm. so I actually have fun on them instead of being scared. Unless it's drops. Like, if it's <laughs> drops, I'm not doing that. Yeah. But if it's, like, twisting and turning and going backwards and, and looping and all of that stuff, I love all that. But yeah. just dropping me, that's not fun. Um, yeah, Expedition Everest is, like, one of my favorite rides. I was so happy when they uh, made that ride or created it. Like, once it came out, I think I can't remember how many times we rode it. Like it was like a back to back to back to back thing. Like I mm-hmm. love that ride. 
Yeah. Because, like, even inside the ride, like, it's cool seeing the Yeti, and it's cool seeing, mm-hmm. like, at the end, you see the big-ass Yeti that's right in front of you and shit. It's just cool. I didn't see that. So, this time around, like, you saw flashing, but you didn't see it. So, I don't know if they had it closed out, if it was broke oh. or whatever, but usually, like, if, like right off in the, to the side, you can see, like, this big-ass Yeti. Mm, yeah, I didn't see that. You didn't okay. see the first time you rode it either? I don't think so. I gotta show you a video of it. But yeah, it's like a huge ass Yeti that's like swinging his arm, like dancing towards the roller coaster. Oh yeah, I don't think I don't think that happened the first time either. I wrote it. Um, yes, we got to see some of the animals in the safari. I'm trying to think of what else was lit about Animal Kingdom. We did. Uh, you wrote dinosaur for the first time. I did. I wrote the dinosaurs for the first time. That shit. It was just that was like American Spring Machine at Six Flags. Like it was so shaky. <laughs> that shit was, it wasn't just that rough, roughy now. Shimmying in that ride, but I mean, no wooden coaster rough, bumpy. I guess I was expecting like Jurassic Park from Universal, right? <laughs> right. And that's the thing. Like even as a kid, like, I used to love the fuck out of ride because, like, to me, the dinosaurs looked so realistic. But then as an adult rider, I'm like, oh, this shit look like the. <laughs> Just some basic ass animatronics, damn near. Like I don't know. I just yeah. As a kid, I liked it better. Yeah. But I think as a kid too, I liked the fact that it was so like wild and like you said, it was bumpy and just you felt like you know off terrain and shit. Yeah. So I did like that aspect, but yeah, I could deal without that ride too. I was thinking about so I was thinking about the rides and how like Disney really sets you up and you think you're about to like get dropped and then you just like cut a corner or like dip down like it's like a small uh, yes like it's never like right and i and i was like well it's you know it's for families and for people with kids and so um that is why they typically you know are just not super scary yeah um hold on what they called me and so I was thinking about Braylon, my little brother, because <laughs> Neve told me he freaked out on the Pandora ride. For real? Yeah, she said that he, um, that he, like, was like, give me off, give me off. <laughs> my mom Why? was, like, cussing him out. On the Pandora, like, on the... Yes, like, Braylon, shut up. Like, what was wrong with it? Probably just too much, too much for him. He's, you know, he's not a thrill seeker, so Mm -hmm. that was too much for him. And he's eight. He was eight at the time. He's nine now. But yeah. Oh, a whole year. Yeah. (laughs) That's a world of a difference. What you mean? You said he was eight then, he's nine now. (laughs) Meaning like, you know, I don't know. It is for kids. That's a, that is a difference for kids. So, I mean, maybe now not so much, but... I was thinking about like the type of kids that like stuff like that, but then again, yeah. like he had, I don't, I think that was his first like amusement park, really. Okay. So you know he didn't he even know what seen to. Probably movie either. Right. So he didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Um, but I just think that's so funny. Um, we also did the Kilimanjaro Safari. Yeah, I talked about that on the animals. Oh yeah, I hated that. Um, the lions weren't. Yeah, the lions weren't out. The elephants weren't out. Um, you didn't see no giraffes, I don't think. Yeah, we did. We they did. were in a cut. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were in a cut. Um, it was kind of like rainy that day. Like, yeah, it was, like it was on very and off, rainy. So it wasn't that great of a weather for the animals to, I'm sure they didn't really fuck with it. So they were kind of probably hidden, dug down up under their little caves and shit or whatever they mm-hmm. got for them. I found out that they uh, take the animals inside. Now, where's inside? 
For some, like, I could have sworn these animals were just out there, like, pretending like they were in the savannah. I did not think that they were somewhere caged up. Pro- put up. I think that's for some of the animals. I think some of the animals would get caged up, but I don't think all of them. I don't think, like, the giraffes and shit. I don't think. Yeah, they probably got some big-ass cage back there. I just kept thinking, like, what the fuck is... Like, where are they putting these animals? Yeah. Like, where are they at? Yeah. So, um... Hopefully we get... Okay, yeah. So, um... That was interesting. But, yes, if I... If I go back, I definitely, I didn't know that they had a tiger, and I have not seen a tiger, so I would like to see the tiger. I want some animal people, because I'm very, um, like, one of my activism causes, now I'm not super, like, in your face about it, but I really do care about animals in captivity. I don't like to support places where animals are in captivity, Mm -hmm. Um, so I really want to know how the animals are treated and what their life is like um, at Disney's Animal Kingdom. I was under the impression that it was a conservatory, so, like, they helped them get better and then release them into the wild, or they helped uh, keep them, like, breed them so that they don't become extinct. Um, Of course, they provide a lot of wildlife education. They talk about how you can help uh, the animals and help keep the environment safe for animals. So I definitely just want to learn more about how that all works behind the scenes. Because if I find out they're doing some fuck shit, I will not be at Animal Kingdom. Right. Right. Um, anything else from Animal Kingdom? So not necessarily Animal Kingdom, but ooh, it, ooh, it was the first part that we went to. So we went there. We saw some some things. Of course, we are in a panty. And oh, yeah. A panoramic. We get there. And, I mean, of course, like, Disney, like, ooh, kids, children, like, they love it and all that shit. But, y'all, like, we're in a panoramic. Like, why the fuck are there babies, damn near yeah. infants, fresh There were infants. Pussy, there were infants. Like, literally zero at the to park. Zero to two years old. Yeah. I would say maybe after two, you could probably find a mask. But they're not gonna keep it on. They right, like they're gonna keep moving it and touching it and shit and move because there's something on their face, so yes. they're gonna keep moving it out the way and shit. Why the fuck are children and infants there in a panty? Yeah, and then it was like I wanted to ask that question, but then it was like, well, why are we here in a panty? But at the same time, it's like, well, like I said, we can wear a mask, we can kind of control ourselves, we can wipe and wash our hands ourselves. Kids gonna be touching their face. Hand sanitizer, right? Kids are like the grossest people right. in the world. So like, why? Like I just I could not wrap my mind around that. If parents, I don't think anybody that listens to this has parents, but if parents hear this episode. And want to respond because I don't understand shaking your baby. Maybe like they have to be walking age, like not even walking age, like walking enough into the park age, right? And can wear a mask for that long of a period of time age. Because kids get irritated and agitated and shit. And then that's another thing too. They did have hand sanitizer. After like every single ride, yeah, they had they it did. all that over the park. Um, I that's one thing I will say about Disney, but of course, because it's Disney, they definitely had they shit more together than Six Flags did. Sit like they were Disney. I feel like were more so in, more enforcing it as opposed to when we went to Six Flags. Kind of, but not really. I mean, they were like once you get inside the queue, but like the lineup. 
Well, yeah, they had the people in the back with the signs we telling the end of the line. But yeah, we were actually like, I feel like almost in every line we were, they had it like the, the yes, they had their all, markers all throughout the of line. Of where you should stand. At Six Flags, like remember Batman, motherfucker was just waiting in line. Like, yeah. we're no fucking social distancing than Batman. Superman either. Everybody was yeah. kind of waiting there. The only line at Six Flags that we had that was people actually were abiding by because they were enforcing it was Goliath. Mm-hmm. But at Disney, it seemed like they were a little bit better about... Or pe- I mean, people just kind of just seemed better about spacing themselves out and monitoring themselves or trying to, at least. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I really got on Animal Kingdom. It was fun. It was cool seeing the otters. They were cute. These big-ass oh cats. I love otters. It was a, what was that, like, Cat a fish shark or catfish shark yeah, or yeah, some shit that yeah. was huge, like yeah. huge as fuck. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of cool ass animals out there. Like I said, we love and that's crazy shit. Like we love animals and we would prefer to see them bitches in their natural habitat, like yeah. in the natural wild. But like that would make it even cooler to see it while you're on vacation somewhere and you know international or you know something mm-hmm. like that. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, one day we'll be able to go on an African safari and right. uh, be able to see these animals in their natural habitat. But until then, you know, if somebody decides to take us to Animal Kingdom, then that's just is what I it is. Right. I, said, Man, I ain't gonna find it. <laughs> um, so then the next day we went to um, Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios. This was my first time at the Hollywood Studios park ever. Mm-hmm. Um. Brent's hundredth million, yeah. and uh, yes. So we started off the first. So no, let me just say, slavery. when I walked in, Not slavery. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is this?" The theme was like forties. I think it said thirties to forties themed, and I was like, as "Soon as I walked," and I didn't know this, by the way. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I walked in, I was like, "This shit look like it should have." A segregation sign <laughs> that said colors this way, whites only. No niggers allowed. Like, that shit looks so segregationist United States. And Brent was like, it's a Hollywood theme, babe. It's the old Hollywood theme. And I was like, but I don't want to go back to this. Like, like it was like your Marilyn Monroe. Right, type. this wasn't for the black. This wasn't for black people. It was. This wasn't black people Halloween. And then all the workers that we saw were all yes, at everybody the time. who had on a white janitorial <laughs> outfit was black. <laughs> I was literally like, "What the fuck is it, Mister Sandman?" <laughs> yes, literally. Oh man. So I was like, "Don't like this era. They need to update this quick." That like quick flash in a hurry. I don't know what they would, would update it to, um, but not this. Like, give me like fucking vegan LA. Like, I don't know. <laughs> give me Venice Beach. Give me like performers in the streets and mm-hmm. people with tattoos everywhere. I don't know. Just not that. Mm-hmm. That was triggering. Um, but anyway, so we walk through, get through that whole section, and we go to the Rocket Roller Coaster, Aerosmith's Rocket Roller Coaster. Yeah, it was, I, think it's I think it's yeah, Rock and Roll Roller Coaster, something like that. Aerosmith. Something, right, yeah. That was really fun. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that ride. Oh, I know what I was gonna say. So based off of what you what you remind me something with that ride. So there is like the whole queue. Most of the yes. most of the rides that have a queue. They got cut off or shut off because, of course, we're in a panty, so you can't have a certain amount of people 
closed in in one area and shit for COVID reasons. Yeah. So because of that, they just brisk go ass through the line with no plot, no storyline. So a lot of the times, like I had to kind of explain to mm-hmm. to her what the ride was about, like what the objective is, what the mission was of the ride. So because, like I said, they had all of that shit shut off, so everybody could just keep on continuing walking. Right. So, so that was kind of like, dang, I'm gonna have to go back to this park again, which is fine because we'll talk about later why I want to go back. Or why I would go back. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that ride, like I said, I missed the whole backstory of it, but the actual ride was really fun. Um, and then we decided... You rode that front row too. Yes, we did ride that in the front, and that was my first time riding it, so that was like, oh my God, what am I doing? But it was really fun. Um, then we rode Tower of Terror, and I had seen like people... like. Obviously, Tower of Terror is, like, one of the fam- most famous Disney rides, I feel like, because it's the most dramatic. Um, I too, shit. Me- yeah, I guess. Um, and so I had seen, like, different celebrities. Like, they used to, you know, back in the day, they would have different celebrities on it and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So I had seen people riding it, but I had never um, rode it myself. And I was excited to ride it because I hadn't ridden it, but is that the right word, ridden it? wrote it i haven't wrote it it does um written written might be right too yeah who the fuck knows um and so right and so i was you know i wasn't really stressed i i knew that it dropped you down but i thought it just dropped you down like one time um it used to (laughs) it used to just tell your ass and it was like, just drop your ass and that'd be it. Yeah. But then there was like this update, like one year where they just kind of updated the ride to like make this, make it this new experience for you to come mm-hmm. try it out or whatever to where it's different versions of that one ride. It's like different simulations where it'll drop you certain different, like, you know, different ways. Yeah. Almost every different time you ride it, it will be like different scenarios of like how you drop and how, yeah. It'll drop you, you drop. from different heights. Right. So I'm before you continue. I knew you weren't gonna like this ride, but I like just I like played along because I wanted your ass to get on the ride. But I was like, yeah, she not she don't like shit that drop like free falls or nothing shit like that. So I'm like, yeah, she's not gonna like this ride, but she's gonna ride it. Um, and so yeah, so it started off like going through the the hotel and stuff. Like I loved all of that. It was very uh, giving me very uh, obviously it's like based on the Twilight Zone, but it was giving me. Um, the Shining a little bit in um, American Horror Story Hotel. Mm-hmm. So, like, I like the vibes of it. I hate that I didn't get to, like, see the storyline yeah. of that. Um, it kind of also reminded me of um, Haunted Mansion. Mansion yeah. yeah, like, it probably would have been kind of like Haunted Mansion. And so, I, I hate that I didn't get to experience that. But we got through, we got on, and... Um, at first, so I thought once you get on the elevator, like, it takes you straight up and just drops you down. So, no. So, it starts telling you this story. And then the car starts driving through, like, this time. And so, like, this whole time, like, I'm just anxious because I'm like, when the fuck are they going to drop us? Like, like, I know I'm getting dropped. I just don't know when. And it's, like, taking me through all of this. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And Brent's like, okay, it's coming. It's coming in three seconds. Like, it's coming. And then we, like, lock into this little room. And I was like, oh, my God. And then it takes it takes us, like, kind of up, kind of slow at first. And then 
it drops you down and you're like, oh my God, holy fuck. And then it shoots you back up really fast all the way up to the top and then drops you back down. And I was like, oh my God, like literally I'm on top of Brent at this point because I'm trying to stop. Yeah, like I'm trying to stop myself from flying up. Obviously you can't do that. Um, and so, yeah, so then we drop a second time. So then it takes us, I don't know, I, it might have been all the way back up. I don't think it was all the way back up, but it took, it, it shot took, up. It yeah, it shot up again really fast and dropped us one last time. And I think on that third time is when they took a, the picture. I can't remember. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it was like literally... They take the picture as soon as you, as soon as you drop. So it's just like I don't be no. Britt obviously has rolled these things so many times that he know when the camera gonna flash. So he not just that one. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> that one I'm not sure. <laughs> I looked at the picture of that girl who was on by herself, and she had her little peace sign up. <laughs> and um, so yes, that I got off that ride. I was shaking. I was like, nope, this is the ride for me. Like I like the aesthetics of it, but. I don't have to ride this again. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. It's just, that's when my fear of heights really kicks in. Like, at this point, I've kind of gotten over going high up in, and and going high up in a roller coaster mm. before the drop. But, like, just going straight up and dropping straight down is, like, terrifying. That's why I wonder what it feels like to, to skydive. I wonder if it feels like that, like, just a never-ending drop. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Because you know how that feeling you get in your stomach when yeah. you drop, like you just yeah. shoot up and drop down? I wonder yeah. if that's how you feel when you just skydive. Like, yeah. it's an endless... See, I wonder if... I don't know, and this could probably be stupid of me, but I feel like it wouldn't feel like that because in a in a ride, you have, like, that force pulling you down mm-hmm. versus in the sky, it's more like wind like you know what i'm saying like i don't know i just feel like it would be the wind is going against you so it's not as right it's not like a force pulling you down that's forcing you to go back up it's just kind of like you're falling naturally with the gravity yeah versus when something is pulling you down but i don't know i'm not a scientist i'm not a physicist so i don't fucking know and i've never skydived and probably won't i'm gonna ask somebody (laughs) that's still that's still on my to-do list yes but that's just my thought. So yeah, Tower of Terror, like I said, not for me, but it's still a really cool ride. Um, just to, I say experience one time. If you're afraid of being dropped, probably I say experience it just to say you did it, but then move on. Um, and then after that, we rode the runway, railway, run amok railway. Yeah, it used to be something else. I forget what it was. The original ride that it used to be, it was like this old ass, like, Kind of similar. It is like this slow little time capsule that took you through all these old ass classical ass movies and showing you like how not exactly how they made it, but just different scenes from those movies. And they had a lot of, a lot of animatronics in it, and mm-hmm. you had one person that was alive that was kind of conducting the entire tour. I guess it was kind of like a tour, mm-hmm. basically. You would travel through different time periods mm-hmm. from different movies and shit. Yeah, like, but we really liked this ride. Yeah, it was cool. Um, yeah, it was like very interactive and we like you know they had their like the wind and it was blowing and you know yes that tornado that was my favorite part and then they had like a dance room with daisy i think her name is yeah Yeah, and she did like a little dance and so your car is moving and she's like conducting the dance and conducting your car to move so that was really cute um and we we enjoyed that ride uh and then 
I think after that was when we went to Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we started to trek into Star Wars. So first we got on the Star Tours ride and I thought that like the Star Wars world I thought it was just like that one part um and for some reason this trip like my um motion sickness was really bad yeah I don't know why um maybe me I'm just getting older and need like a drama bean patch or something (laughs) but I was feeling really horrible so like the ride was really fun but just like being Shaking up and then looking at a 3D screen with 3D glasses really fucked my stomach up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, the ride was cool. Like, see, uh, you, this one is guided by C3PO, so that's cool. If you're Brent does hasn't watched any of the Star Wars, so he doesn't know. I'm about to. That's what he said. He, nah, said, I think he said it on the podcast before Thanksgiving. Nah, for real, for real. Like, I'm really finna watch it. I'm really finna get on my shit and watch it because he, like them rides kind of hype me up. I'm like, all right, this shit might be all right. Like he don't even know. Like nope. he don't even know. I ain't know no names. I ain't know nothing about nobody. I just I recognize them from commercials and like just knowing like. Right, general pop culture. Right, you know what I mean? But other than that, I ain't know. No, I know Chewie. <laughs> and he's not even like, in, I didn't even see him. I know Darth. There was a lot of droids. They didn't have Chewie, which is kind of strange. Chewie like, was on the West Hall on the first ride we did. Remember, we supposed to ran into him, and he kind of like splattered against the... Oh, yeah, but he but wasn't was like, like... But it wasn't like an animatronic. Right, He right. was in the video. yeah. I felt like he should have had an animatronic. One hundred percent. They had a lot of droids. It was a lot of droids. Now they used to. They usually have like a Chewie walking around, but of course we in a panty, so yeah. They don't. They didn't have any characters really walking around outside of regular people dressed up as characters. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that one was fun, and it was just like kind of like you're going on a tour of the galaxy. I think maybe I don't remember. Like I said, my my. We was. We was chasing. No, yes. remember, remember, we and me and you. Remember, they were trying to chase me and you. Oh yes, yes, yes. Me and Brent ended up being the criminals that they were looking for, or somebody was looking for. They was trying to protect us. Right. I don't know. I don't remember. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> we were trying to get guy, and we got protected. Basically. Yes. Um. And I think was that the one where we had to pick up the barrels, or was that the Millennium Falcon one? Pick up the barrels. Remember, they were like, when you were, you, we were like, um. Thieves. I want to say smugglers. Smugglers. I think that was it. That one. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, okay. I think that was it. It could have been the Millennium Falcon ride. No, the Millennium Falcon ride was the smugglers ride. Okay. Um, Get me together. So, yes. So, then we rode that, and then we had lunch, and then the... (laughs) So, this was an experience, because at this point, it was just like... Disney didn't have nothing I wanted to eat. Disney really didn't have nothing Brent wanted to eat. But we were just like, we're here, so we're just going to eat the food. Um, Bro, all them niggas be having is just like... Burgers I'm, and fries. That's it. And I'm like, and fries. I'm like, come. I and they try to do different stuff, but it's like, I don't want a sandwich. I don't want a salad. Like, I was like, they don't have no wings. Why y'all ain't got right. wings at Disney? Right. Disney a hot wing stand. Right. I ain't like I ain't even trying to be bougie. Like I gotta get something like a hot wings magnificent. But god damn, like a nacho stand. They even have nachos. They just barely had tacos. But from what I saw, it's that pork tacos, and I don't really eat pork like that. So I was like, I don't want to get a whole plate of pork tacos. Yeah. 
and held in the picture. I don't look, he showed two. <laughs> I only saw like two tacos on the picture. No sushi. We ate at Yak and Yeti at um at Animal yeah, Kenny, yeah. and that's like the Asian restaurant. But hell, it was very mid. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like Disney's food is mid. So, Neve told me that that rice bowl at the Avatar World is actually really, really good. Really? Yes. And I think your mom said that she heard it was, wasn't good, and that's why we didn't eat there. It was something else Marina said that was over there by in Pandora. Yeah, she said it was really good. But by the time she texted me that, we was already at gone. Yeah. I forgot what she said. But it was, she said it was something over there that was really good that we should have tried. Yes. We tried the cinnamon bun. Oh, and we, had, we can't eat it, but we had the dough whip. I've had it before. I had the alcoholic dough whip. It was I did want to say, so I was trying not to be a heavy drinker because I was with the in-laws and they mm-hmm. don't drink. But when I'm on vacation, I like to have me a beverage, mm-hmm. especially at Disney. Like, it's full of kids. You know, I don't have kids, so I'm up here trying to have adult fun. Right. <laughs> but I feel like... um so the first time I went to Animal Kingdom, me and my friend, we, we looked up like the 10 best drinks and we tried to drink all 10 of them throughout our time. But by drink seven, we realized that there was no alcohol in these drinks. Mm-hmm. So we stopped drinking them and we just like, I think we got a shot or whatever. So this time I was like, okay, I'm only going to drink beer because I know that that has alcohol in right. it. Right. You know what so they had like lots of beer options, which I was impressed. Like they had Angry Orchard, they had Corona, um, which is what I drank. Um, but yeah, they had and I mean they had pretty much like specialty IPAs and like all type of stuff. So I think Disney really stepped up their alcohol options as far as the um, beer and wine selections mm-hmm. uh, in Hollywood Studios. They did have a full bar like kiosk mm-hmm. um that's where i got my truly from and i hated paying nine dollars for one truly when you could buy a whole pack for nine dollars right. <laughs> i was like whatever you know when you're when you're in rome do as romans do so <laughs> it is what it is um but yeah so i did like their their alcohol we did get a margarita that had literally your mom claims that it had alcohol in it, but I couldn't taste it. Now listen, you know I don't I don't drink, so but I I did sip a little bit. Like, I mean a little bit on this trip or whatever, just because like you said, we in Disney, we around a fuck ton of kids. My mama was kind of pressing my nerves at the time, so I'm like, listen, <laughs> I need something, goddamn. Of course, I had a pen as far as on the trip, but Disney does not let you take in any type of. Well, Disney, there's no smoking on Disney property anymore. So, like, from cigarettes to, you know, vapes. vape pens or vapes in general, nothing. Like, it's only on the outside of the parks. So, couldn't take those in or whatever. So, I ain't have shit. I had to hit hit my pen in the morning and just had to ride it out. <laughs> so, <laughs> so shit. So, I was like, so I was able to taste, taste Corona again. No issue. I was like, damn, that shit tastes really good. The fucking, um, what's, uh, what's the other shit? What, Angry Orchard? Nah, I ain't had that, I don't Truly? think. The Truly was good. And then, what you just said? The Margarita. Yeah. The Margarita, I kind of taste a little bit now. It I feel, I, like, I ain't... You it tasted was, the salt mixed in with the sweet, and it tasted a little bit different. Because there wasn't no alcohol in that. I don't know. I, I, I feel like I tasted <laughs> a little something. I ain't feel it, feel it, but I feel like I tasted a little something, something. So, just a pro tip, do not buy mixed drinks 
from Disney. If you're going to buy a mixed drink, maybe buy like a shot or no, buy them if, if you're balling like this, which is what we did for the last drink that we bought at Animal Kingdom, was we bought a mixed drink and then we bought a shot to go in it. Mm-hmm. So that's what you have to do if you want a mixed drink. If you're okay with just drinking beer and wine, get you a little, you know, mild buzz going, do that. If you're a real nigga, get you a like, little cheap little plastic flask. Or that. Feel that bitch on up. Or that. Because you can bring you can bring in uh water and soda. Snacks and shit. So yeah, honestly, had I been thinking correctly or at all before this trip or, you know, looked into it, I probably would have done like made a mixed drink or something on my own. Mm-hmm. Um not like if I was with my girls or we was on a adult, you know, a friend trip. Mm-hmm. Um so, yes, that's the pro tip for drinking at Disney World. I highly recommend it, though, for anybody who is childless, for childless millennials. I don't know if you remember that rant that somebody went on. I don't think it was a rant or a tweet, but they were like, childless millennials at Disney, and y'all are complaining and taking up the time for my kids to get on our... I don't know. Somebody was basically bitching about millennials with no kids at Disney World. Fuck y'all children. <laughs> FTK. But yes, so definitely, you know, have you a beverage if you partake. It's no fun without, but like I said, when I'm on trips and when I'm around a bunch of kids, like, I just need something to calm my nerves. Mm-hmm. Um. So yes, I'm trying to think of what else. Star Wars. Star Wars. So then, um, so I have watched, you know, I wouldn't, I'm a fan of Star Wars, but I wouldn't consider myself in the Star Wars fandom. Um, but I have watched from the prequel to, um, I watched basically all of the contemporary movies, none of the movies in the sixties and seventies, but I do want to go back and watch those when Brent watches them, but I have watched the prequels. Um, I'm going to take off on you sis. That's fine. Um, I have watched the prequels. I was familiar with like Anakin Skywalker and then with Ray and you know, all of that drama. So I was up to speed on that. So then we keep walking and we walk into what they, I think, call the galaxy's edge. Um, and I was like, oh shit, like this is like a whole, like you feel like you're on a different planet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they had some stormtroopers walking around, well not walking around, but on a stage. Um, and then later on they had Kylo Ren on that stage. So Kylo Ren is the villain of um, the later movies, the movies okay. that just ended. Okay. Um, and then we rode the Millennium Falcon ride. That was a ride where you basically had, um, basically everybody in the ride had a different control and a different position that I was not used to. So I had us, I was driving crazy as hell. So there are six positions on this ship. So you have two people in the front that are both captains. I think one captain steers left and right. The other captain steers up and down. You have two. You have two gunners on both sides, Oops. and then you have two mechanics. Um, so it was only four of us. So there were no mechanics. So I think that just you know probably did auto mechanic some shit or whatever yeah. on the computer. But then me and my dad were gunners, and my mom and Sam were both uh, pilots. Pilots. When I tell you, 
I cause she she said ass. up is down, down is up. I swear to God, and I was like, what? Like I totally blanked out. We was running in the walls, running <laughs> in the other ships, crashing in the ship. It was like, how am I supposed to maneuver this big ass ship and not do this? Like I didn't understand. But anyways, it was still fun. It was fun. Yeah, I like that. Um, it felt like we were actually in a real ship. Yeah, like, it. it felt really real. Yeah, that was probably one of the most more realer experiences mm-hmm. in regards to like I guess three rides or whatever rides mm-hmm. it kind of just felt real like mm-hmm. realistic yeah and so. then after that of course once again my motion sickness was not my friend that uh, ride felt super short too yeah it did uh, just the queue was extra long on that one I yeah. think we waited like an hour to get in it yeah um, so talking to, we'll, we'll talk more about Star Wars. Cause I think those, those were like the main things. And then of course we did like the Toy Story thing, but I think it was mostly Star Wars and Hollywood mm-hmm. hotel, whatever. Um, so yes. So at seven o'clock we will. So basically I was trying to, I kept getting, once I downloaded the Disney app, I got a notification that was like, or there's a, a, a. I guess you could say a notification that basically says like, if you're going to Hollywood Studios, register for the virtual queue at 7 a.m. the day that you're going to Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. So we set an alarm. Um, his mom woke up early as shit. We woke up like you know just two before, minutes before, two, three minutes right, before. <laughs> just before seven o'clock, trying to um, get in this virtual queue. And basically, what a virtual queue is is it kind of puts you in line without you having to be in line. Um, so seven o'clock hit literally as soon as we tried to sign up, it said nothing was available. Mm-hmm. So Brent's mom was pissed and she was like, pissed. I'm getting us on this ride. Pissed, um, so literally as soon as we got in, she went to guest services and was like, I'm getting us on this ride. Looking for blood. So the guy at guest services told her, like, maybe, you know, you guys all being on your phones at the same time, timed it out, whatever. So she was like, okay, fine. So you can register again at 2 o'clock. So he gave her, like, all of the instructions to register at 2 o'clock. I'm actually glad glad she did that because it really helped. Mm-hmm. Um, and so shout out to the guest services for that because I thought she was going to still complain after going to, through guest services mm-hmm. but they actually helped her yeah <laughs> um so that was good uh so two o'clock came we set an alarm um two o'clock came we just registered on her phone uh we kept refreshing it she was like he told her to wait like a minute before two o'clock it this was the longest one minute felt like two minutes mm-hmm. <laughs> this was the longest minute of my life so we're we're registering for the virtual queue. We get in, we get a boarding number. Great. Our boarding number is 165. So I think they started, by the time we got our number, they were at like 40, something like that. And this right. was like at two o'clock. They were at boarding group like 40 to 60 right. at two o'clock. The park closed at seven. So... I was like, okay, they're boarding about 20 passengers at a time every 30 or so minutes. So we might have a chance. Um, so we we go to Toy Story Land. We do this uh, little Toy Story game ride. That was fun. Um, take pictures. Uh, have a drink. <laughs> go, go to the um, Walt Disney Museum and see his life story. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're like, okay, now it's pushing up on like 5.45 or 5.30. And there was, um, 
they were boarding like 140 or something close to 160, but not 160. So we were like, okay, well, maybe let's do one more ride and see if they bump it up to 160. So we were in the queue for the Muppets. And we were like, mind you, nobody was really in the Muppets line. So we we thought like, okay, we're just going to go in this mug, sit down, go through it. And by the time, right, (laughs) by the time we get through it, it'll be, you know, we'll be, it'll be our turn. Mm -hmm. So um, Muppets, I guess we had entered in like, Early, <laughs> right? Like we didn't were, realize it was early, but it was early. Like you can see, like they weren't starting that bitch until more people were walking in there. Yes. So they were almost like holding the ride until an ample amount of people that they felt was good enough to continue the ride. So we sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And then our number is getting closer and closer and closer to being called. Right. So I think they had called like one sixty four or something like that. And we were like, we was literally one minute before the Muppet Ride started. I didn't know how long the Muppet Ride was, Brent. I think so it was like 15 minutes or something. If we would have stayed, but like I said, we didn't know. If we would have stayed, we would have got done in time before. But we didn't we, know. Like I said, we didn't know. Right. I would have rather just went ahead and left too and not know as opposed to, because I'm like, Muppet Ride cool, but it ain't that cool. Like, it ain't. Like, it's a 3D, 4D ride. Or 4, you know, like you just mm-hmm. sitting there in front of a screen and just watching some 4D shit. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And so we we ended up leaving because, like I said, they were on 164. We were on 166. So we get there. um, I'm talking to one of the cast members, and I'm just like, okay, we're number 166. What should we do? Should we get in line? Like, they don't have no fucking organization. (laughs) I'm like, should we get in line? You know, like, what should we do? Right. And he was like, well, actually, the rise like temporarily broken down right now. But he was like, you should still get in. Mind you, it's like 545. He's like, you should still get in. Um, he was like, just wait for now. So we go and we kind of just wait off to the side. And like other people who are in my group or near our group is asking the same questions. They're asking me what he said. So I'm trying to repeat, like he said we should get on, but the ride is temporarily broke down. And like, I'm checking the app every five minutes and literally every second, like it has me in the queue. It has me out the queue. It has me in the queue. It has me out the queue. Talking about the ride is temporarily closed. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Mm -hmm. So literally right when it turned six o'clock, they call for group 166. <laughs> so we get in line. Dipped. Um, yeah, cut the line and everything. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. there was no organization. So, fuck them niggas. Yeah. Right the fuck in. Surely did. So we, well, not right the fuck in, but walked to, right in into the line. The <laughs> right? Walked to the front of the line or the entrance of the line, rather. Um, and this is the longest fucking queue I have ever been in my life. Yeah, it was long as fuck. Um, so you start off, you're walking through the outside and you're going into this cave. It was cold as hell. It, yes, it was very cold. They had fans blowing, all type of shit. Mind you, the sun is setting, so it's just starting to get dark. Mm-hmm. Um, walk into this cave. You're walking into this cave, walking into this cave. Then you start seeing little Star Wars shit, seeing little Star Wars shit. Gun locker rooms Right, right. Like, basically, you're in, like, a resistance cave. Yeah. Um, this is the Rise of the Resistance ride, if I did not say that. And then you um, go in this room. I believe the first room you go in is with Ray. She, her hologram pops up and like some alien pops up and they're giving you the story. And BB-8, which is her droid, um, or the droid she rides with, pop up and um, they give you like this story of what you're about to do. So you get in the, after you go through Ray, then you get on the resistance ship. 
So we're, you know, we're like, oh, we about to get on the ride. Right. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, we finna ride this hoe. Like, right. Cool. Mind you, this is about 30 minutes into the queue. Right. <laughs> so we get on this, like, kind of, it reminds me of, like, if you're on a subway. Yeah, it is, too. It was yeah. very subway-like. But yeah. you were um in a ship. And so then the ship gets taken over um by the re- first order. And so um as soon as you get taken over by the first order, one of the cast members dressed up as a first order, she comes in and she was like, everybody get out. And we're like, the fuck? Because, you know, everybody at Disney is hella nice. So, right. like, this person come in and talk about everybody get out. We were like, what the hell is going I, on? I think she's in character. Right. I was like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is just, you know, this she's in character. So we all get out. Um, and then, of course, everything's organized by, like, dots and colors. And this family stand on this circle. You stand. So that probably also hinders it a little bit um, because they have to organize everybody, keep everybody apart. So um, then we are basically on this first order ship. And you're, like, walking through the first order ship. Um, you enter in this huge room with... Uh, like a hundred stormtroopers and like this huge screen that makes it look like you're flying through outer space on their ship. That was um, so fucking cool. Yeah, it was really, really cool. And so you're in that room um, and then the First Order people are like telling you what to do um, and then you go to like your jail cell. <laughs> what I like to call your jail cell. Um, so yeah, then you're in your jail cell and then Kylo Ren is like, I'm gonna get this information out of you, blah, 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 blah. So then you're in another room. So you're like, I'm about to ride this ride. Like you think before you go into your jail cell, you're about to get on the ride. Mm -hmm. But no, you're going to your jail cell. Right. (laughs) So you're in your jail cell. Then you get out of your jail cell. I think you go in through the door. Was it a different door? I, I can't they, remember they, 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 what's they, the same what door. They like sneaking us out or something like that. Like, oh, we're trying to get you out of here. Oh, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. It was a door. different door. Okay. Yes. It, it was a door that we was by. Yes, it was a different in door. In the back of the jail cell. <laughs> yes, it was a different door. So then you go through a different door and then you are met with a resistance person who's trying to sneak you out of the ship. Um, so then at that point, that's when you actually get in the vehicle for the ride. Right. So then you're in the vehicle for the ride and then you're like, you're seeing like Finn pops up cause he's leading kind of like your exit strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're just driving through the ship, you know, trying not to get caught up. Like I kept telling Brent, like I'm getting shot. Like the stormtroopers were shooting me. Yeah, they were busting. Like were I was shoot. like if I was in really in here, I would be shot dead. Yeah, we would have been dead. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so you're like getting shot by stormtroopers, but you're driving and trying to get out of this, this ride. And, you know, you're going all over the place throughout this ship. Like you're really just traveling through this ship. Um, they have like animatronics of Kylo Ren, animatronics of Finn, um, animatronics obviously of stormtroopers. So you're about to get out and then it like locks you into this room and I had PTSD like I was immediately triggered from fucking Tower of Terror and I was like oh my god they finna drop us they, cause they lock us in this little room Oh yeah, and I was like they finna drop us <laughs> and so it drops down but it only drops down like a flight right? so it wasn't like that bad but it's still like a shock and that's when they take the picture when they drop you down and then once they drop you down you're like oh you made it you made it and so that's like the end or whatever so that was a really really cool ride and you like get out and you you get out or off and you're like out of the ship so you see like the back of the ship um, once you get off 
So yeah, that was really cool for um, Star Wars. Like, if you're a fan of Star Wars, ten out of ten, one hundred percent recommend. You will love it. Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody so- and their mama had a Star Wars shirt on. Star Wars and Toy Story. That's the main yeah. shirts I really saw. Yeah. So I was trying to tell Nave like, cause she had asked me before. She was like, "Are you gonna make your own?" lightsaber are you gonna make your own droid and honestly i thought that was like a ride or something i didn't know what the fuck she was talking about yeah but when we got off the star tours ride that's where they had to make your own lightsaber and i had looked at the price and i swore it said 30 dollars i thought that shit probably 80 i thought it said 29.99 for like a one side and then if you wanted a two a double sided, it was like 79.99 or something with 69.99 but she was like i told her that and i was like honestly i was sh- feel like I should have got one because I was like that's cheaper than the Harry Potter one yeah. but you know I was like where the fuck would I put that do I want to carry that around where the fuck I'm gonna put it in my house like it's just gonna be off on display because I'm mm-hmm. not playing with it um and uh, she was like no they like $200 or something I was like oh maybe that's the starting price is 20 right. <laughs> right. the regular the regular stick <laughs> The mm-hmm. basic model is twenty nine ninety nine. Niggas had little but, carrying cases for like right. it was a pool stick. For real, like once you add on, I'm sure because she was like, yeah, I heard it was like two hundred dollars. It was a shotgun or something. Yeah, like I believe the droids were two hundred dollars because they're basically like a remote control yeah. car or whatever that you custom build. Right. Um, so I get those being pricier, but um, yes. So it had all of that, and that was really cool for, like I said, anybody who's a Star Wars fan, definitely go. My sister I, and my mom, I sent them pictures, and they were like, oh my God, we have to go. So I would definitely like to go back with them, because they're like really serious uh, Star Wars fans. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that was our trip to Disney. Did you have any? I kind of want to talk about like just the just the experience like, in a pandemic. I mean, I guess um, you can because, like, I guess what? you can attest to it more because you're more used to it on a regular day versus me. Like, this is only my third trip to Disney yeah. ever. I mean, like, I, just usually, like I said, I mean, it's, hell, it's regular. It's wide open. Like, it's there's no type of guidelines. There's no, like... You know they I mean? claim it was only 30% capacity, but I feel nah. like it was a lot of people in there. Especially like maybe at fifty percent capacity, maybe not a hundred, but definitely at fifty percent. Especially for Matt, for I mean, for Halloween, still Halloween, Lord, for ha- Christmas, for uh, Hollywood Studios. Oh. I feel like for that one, that shit on that when we went on Sunday, I feel like that shit was definitely more than thirty percent capacity, mm-hmm. way more than thirty percent capacity. Because um, hell, I feel like shit Star Wars side was just thirty percent capacity. Not to mention where everybody else where you know where everybody else was at, mm-hmm. but. Um, like I said earlier, they had, one thing I did, like, they had, he had sanitizing stations everywhere. They had some, like, water and actual soap cleaning stations yeah. everywhere, or, you know, throughout the park or whatever. So that was cool. Um, it's always kind of hard when it's time to eat, trying to find somewhere to sit. Yeah. So it, you know, that's, that's how it is regular at Disney and at other theme parks, but definitely Disney. So definitely in a, in a panty. It was, I mean, even though we made it work, we used it, we found tables and shit, it was still, like, pretty hard trying mm-hmm. to find decent seating or seating at all, and, of course, like, they did have some tables that were available, but they weren't, like, they were, I'm sorry, they weren't available because they were... But they still had them out. Right. They had it as basically, like, a barricade. Right. So, they had, like, a sign, like, you can't sit here due to COVID, whatever, but so it was an empty-ass table, but, like you said... 
they should have just kind of removed it, I guess. But like you said, they kind of, I guess they kept it as a barricade mm-hmm. to block other people off from spacing people out. Yeah. yeah. Um, it just wasn't well organized. Yeah. And again, I mean, it's just like, if you're going to do all of this and you're going to be open and try to do all this shit, then y'all need to probably get a better game plan together. Right. Or, like, scale it back a little bit. Like, maybe, which maybe from when other people like maybe little by little they're opening up more and more because I've heard stories that like only one restaurant was open or no restaurants were open Mm -hmm. so maybe you know when we went I felt like majority of the restaurants were open now all of the stores weren't open not every single kiosk was open but I feel like majority of everything was still open right um the the I forget the shit the little transportation that takes you from your car to the park, that was, of course, right. not existent because of... And corona. it's like, y'all could have had that. Right. That's so easy to That's clean. what I'm saying. Like, even on the rides and shit, like the Kilimanjaro ride or anything that we had rides on, there was, like, little plastic barricades in between everybody. So I feel like they could do the same thing on, on the car, on the transportation that takes you from the parking lot to the theme park. Or do every other, like, have seating every other even like I said the parking spaces they mm-hmm. have people parking every other parking spot so I don't see what you know what I'm saying what was the issue with that like they you know but instead they making everybody walk from their fucking car all the way to the fucking parking lot not to I'm not all the way to the theme park not to mention we gotta do all this fucking walking once we get in this bitch mm-hmm. so it's like it starts your day off already like shit <laughs> my fucking Apple Watch gonna get me some goddamn steps in for real right but um so that was one thing too I wish they could have uh done better or provided um what else could they have done I feel like the worker I feel like everybody who was working there they seemed nice everybody mm-hmm. seemed like you know everybody had their mask on right everybody had their mask on everybody was trying to be uh oh there was a there was um controversy over whether you could eat in line or not. Yes, yes. That's what I wanted because my mom was on 10 about that. So <laughs> It like, was not clear. So, and, my, and that's the thing. Like I said, my mom would be on 10 like that because she is, she's like a stickler for like rules. Like she's like really big on rules. Like she looks up like guidelines. She watches YouTube to like videos and shit, all that beforehand. So when she gets somewhere, she's not out of the loop and she not the one like you know what I'm saying? That's going to get in trouble for some shit that they saying clearly you can't do. Yeah. So, it does say, all the videos do say, like, you know, and even on their website, it's like, you know, once you get your food, you're not supposed to eat your food throughout the park. You're not supposed to drink a drink throughout the park because that requires you to pull your mask down. When in the whole entire park, you're supposed to have your mask on the entire time. Now, there are designated areas for you to go eat, drink, take your mask off to have like a little rest or break or whatever from having your mask on and those are the areas that they would like you to eat at but when you go to certain kiosks or whatever and purchase these things they just let you go about oh you know let you go, go about you, on your day right, there's no where you gonna go right even by those kiosks or whatever there's no area that they say you know i can see if they say okay well all right well after you just uh you just say you just purchased your drink or whatever mm-hmm. Okay, man, we're going to have to ask you to step over here to drink your drink as we are not letting, you know, guests walk around the park right now while they, you know, consume mm-hmm. their beverage or whatever. But instead, it's like, okay, have a nice day. And you walking off and drinking or you, you know, put your mask down to eat, your, your whatever. So it's like, so what happened, Disney, to 
always have your mask always on. Always have your mask on. And what? I, so what I noticed is that if you were, a lot of the cues, because they have social distancing in place, fell outside of the normal queue line. So the line fell behind right. the queue, basically. Right. Right. So like, if you were kind of in line behind the queue, then you could eat or drink. Now, this wasn't specified or it wasn't stated, but what was stated was basically once you got into the normal queue, there was a sign up that said no eating or drinking beyond this point. Mm-hmm. So that led me to believe that it was okay to eat or drink in line up until you got to that point where they said no eating or drinking beyond this point. But maybe that's just the normal signs that they have that's up. That's usual. I was about to say, I'll let you finish, but I'm like, yeah, that's usual. That's how it is um, mostly all the rides. I mean, even when you get to like, even the Hollywood Horror Nights, when we get on the rides or whatever, you, right. you got to throw your drink off and finish right. your drinking time or whatever right. because they don't want, you know. Stuff of so, it. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's kind of the same way because they don't want to be in there having to clean up after you and, you know, when people put their drinks down. Because people are already eating in line and drinking in line. Trying to hurry up and get through this before they get on the ride because you know you can't have it on the ride. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I don't know. Um, we never got reprimanded for eating or drinking in line. We didn't. Um, we, you know, we kept it to a minimum. But it's like when you're in line for an hour, like, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> and then, like, you even try to like, you know, be reasonable about it. Still, like, you right, had turn a straw. To the side. Oh, yeah, right. you tried to straw. You had a straw with your beard. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you tried to do something to it. You didn't have to really take your mask off like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I was definitely some some moments I saw people like full mask down, eating, drinking. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the case may be. Like my mama said, I'm pretty sure a lot of them people who was there probably would not have their mask on if it wasn't forced. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. So. People but. feel like it infringes on their rights to have to wear a mask. And it's like, I get like, you know, it being hard to breathe. You know, I don't, I'm around the same people all day, every day. So I don't, I only wear my mask when I go into like the grocery stores or public, the gym, whatever. That's when I'm wearing my mask. So I've never worn a mask for eight hours straight so it while it was different it's still you know i felt safer with it on mm-hmm. um but yes it, it it's not like it's not gonna kill you to wear a mask and i guess i'm glad the weather was pretty decent too like it wasn't yeah. like burning up hot like sunday yeah. was a little hot but it wasn't like not you know high 80s or right. 90s or some shit. it wasn't like hella humid to where we was like sweating in the mask like it yeah. was just like the mask were i don't know i felt like the weather kind of made it a little bit more bearable to wear the mask or right. deal with them so just to wrap it up um again like i said i had sent pictures to my family um who were into star wars and neve ended up telling me that Disneyland is actually coming up with an Avengers park. Mm-hmm. And I looked it up. And now I have a reason to go to Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, so the this so the Tower of Terror in uh Disneyland, it used to be of course Tower of Terror, but they ended up changing it to uh like a uh, Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Yeah, okay. So Okay, yeah, cuz it said off. it said big drops. Yeah. So I guess So I ain't going to want to ride that one. No, not that one. Damn it. So I guess that's the start of it. Now, I got scared too because I thought they was going to get rid of See, it's our, like, Halloween horror, our Halloween Horror I keep saying Halloween Horror Nights. Our uh, Tower of Terror, but they didn't. 
And that was before I even liked Guardians of the Galaxy. I was like, you know, that's when I was like, what is this? So they've had that right for a while. Yeah. They've oh, had okay. It, they've, yeah, they've had it for a little while. Yeah, so they're getting a spider. So it's basically just going to be that ride and a Spider-Man ride. And then they have, um, they're making it like a sanctum for where Doctor Strange mm-hmm. learned his skills. And then um, something else I looked up. I can't remember. It was it's another area. It was another area. Maybe like Avengers Tower kind of, but not really. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically like where the Avengers characters will like do their meet and greets at. Okay. Um, and that's mainly what I saw. But hmm. damn. Yeah. I might still ride it. I think probably still gonna ride it, yeah. It probably not as drastic. I'm pretty sure those drop chain is drastic. Because I mean, the Tower Terror is supposed to be conned technically, so I doubt them drops gonna be as drastic. Yeah, I'll just watch a watch through. Yeah. But yeah, so I thought it was pretty cool. We are, remember I talked about, I think last podcast or a couple podcasts ago, I did talk about Wakanda Land. (laughs) Maybe that's what I was talking about. But I'm like, yo, they could update some of this Hollywood studios to fucking Wakanda Land. Like, that would be Mm -hmm. fucking dope. If they change the whole entrance to Wakanda. That'd be hard. And they're doing West Hollywood anyway. Like, they're doing a, um, they building like an incredible land for the Incredibles in MGM, well in um, Hollywood Studio. You hear my mama say that? Mm-mm. It was matter of fact, it was right over there by the uh, where the Margaritas was at. Oh. So right over there where the Mar, if the Margaritas was right there, it was like a building. No, if you look to the right, it was like a big ass like wall door or whatever. Like you can oh. tell like, they open it. That's where some more shit like finna be built at. Oh. And it said Incredibles like whatever coming oh. soon. So they finna have their mm-hmm. own probably like own like. Toy Story area was. Yeah. Have, have like an incredible Incredibles. Area. I mean, I it's incredible. I mean, it's good, but I didn't right. think it's that big to have its own section. Like, Toy right. Story That's... is like four, five movies in some crazy right. shit. But Incredibles is what, two? Yeah. I feel like, honestly, Hollywood Studios is where, like, the miscellaneous shit goes. Because I feel like Toy Story, what the fuck that got to do with Hollywood Studios? <laughs> I mean, I think, I don't know. Like, Star Wars, I get. It's a movie, and it's in Hollywood Studios. Like, I feel like, I mean, and Toy Story is a movie, too. I can't remember which one came first. I'm not sure if it's Universal or when originally it was MGM, but it's not Hollywood Studios. But I yeah. think that part was, like, to compete. With because, Universal. Yeah. Okay. Because yes, that part yes, is kind yes. of more... Like, uh, movie-based. Right. Right. Like, right. Universal Studios is, like, completely movie-based. Right, right. Okay. So, I think that part was built to compete against yeah. Universal. But Universal just has much better selection of yeah themes. Right. I agree. But, yes. Like they said, they have to, they have to accommodate for kids. Because that's mainly who Disney is intended for. Right. Um... But yes, yeah, so overall we had a good time, um, and I definitely need a vacation from that vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? We made it. We're COVID free, as far as we know, and let's keep it that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you want to do an ad or? Yeah, I'll do mine real quick. So as y'all know, I have another podcast called Another Dope Ass Podcast. Uh, we had to take a break this week because it's just been busy for myself and my co-host. So we are not going to have a episode this week, but we will have our stop or stop this week. Um, all of our podcast episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, 
Um, you know, pretty much anywhere over there's podcast. Um, we can also have social media. Our Instagram is Ada Podcast, which is A D A P O D C A S T, and our Twitter is underscore A D A P O D C A S T. So be sure to check us out, follow us, subscribe, all that good shit. And as you all know, I am the owner of Rooney Boutique, and we are asking that you treat yourselves this holiday season with affordable luxury fashion from Rooney. We have everything you need to fill your best at events this year, whether they are virtual or not. We have you covered. Shop Rooney online at www.runiboutique.com. All right, so to conclude, back to our regular schedule, regular bullshit. Um, what is on your future watch list? Is it movies or shows? Let's say watch by the end of the year. Both. Shit. Like I said, I just feel like it's so fucking much. Me too. I feel like I'm never going to catch that. That I either want to watch or need to watch or should watch. It's just so much. So I really don't know. I know I need to watch movie-wise. I want to watch Star Wars. All of them. I want to finish and complete Harry Potter. Which I can now. Because of um, uh, show wise, of course, Avatar. I can like I, I haven't forgotten about it at all. Like, I, it's still in my memory bank to, to try to get done with or whatever. Um, what's the other show that my friend, my Cliff and my frat brothers keep telling me about uh, Attack on Titan? So That's an anime. Yeah, child. I know. Trust me. <laughs> I fucking know. So I'm gonna try. But they say like it's one of the like good ones. They say that's almost like Game of Thrones, but like mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. Is for that anime. the one is that the one that's about um uh Greek mythology? I think so. It's, it's English. Like it's in English. Hold on, no. I don't know, but everybody can swear by that one. So I'm gonna try to watch that as well. Is it, on, is it on Amazon? It's on Netflix. And even my, um, I think Cliff Evil was like, bro, how the hell you will watch Avatar before Attack on Titan? I said, what? You didn't even know what Attack on Titan was. No, I knew. he. So, I, they didn't try to get me to watch Attack on Titan even like well before the show. Like, okay. uh, for, for a while. But I just, of course, me being, I ain't even say anti-anime because I'm not, but just. That's not a job. It's just not my thing. Things. Right, exactly. So, it's just like. I'm like, uh, you know, but I know I need to watch it. Oh my goodness. It says why Attack on Titan is the alt-right's favorite manga. What? What that mean? I don't know. Um, what else? <gasps> White supremacists have found inspiration in the ultra-violent, ultra-popular saga. So maybe I should watch it. Um, well, maybe you should. I mean, it's mostly recommended by people of color. You know, white people are just going to do what they want to do. Yeah. Um, what's the other show? Se- uh, is it Sex Ed? Sex and Education. Yeah, that. I want to watch that. Um, I got some in Okay. Um, I think that's mainly it. I finished, uh, the show. I don't know if you'll like such it. Shit, I can talk. Yeah, because they're British. <laughs> what? 
What do you I mean? I feel like the first British TV Brit watched was Game of Thrones. How do you feel like I don't watch British TV? What does that even mean? Like, you don't be watching, like, a lot of British shows or British things. Maybe because I don't know. I don't be knowing what's British and what's not British. I didn't even know that was a British show. It is. Okay, yeah. Uh, I thought it was, like, a... I don't know. It don't... Um, I'm trying to think of a British show. Obviously, Game of Thrones. Harry Potter. I thought you struggled with Harry Potter. It's some shit that I've watched that you haven't watched. The Bodyguard. You should fucking watch the Bodyguard. Bodyguard got what? My boy in it, right? Yes. Yeah. Fucking Rob. Fuck. Yeah, Rob. Rob. Rob Stark. Yeah. yeah okay, write that down. And it's probably. only one season. Write that down. Which is a shame. It's a great guy. Where? Right here. I'm somewhere. I'm in. I'm in. Um, yeah, that's my, that's the main thing I really, I really have in my brain to really Oh, that other show I watched, I don't like it, but it has fucking lazy bowling in it. It's a show, Immortals. Is it Immortals? Okay. Oh, that sounds, that sounds like it would be good. Is it Immortals? This is so bad, y'all. Hella people in this candy. I'm gonna tell them who you around. You got somebody put on somebody party. I mean, yeah, I'll look. I'll look. I'll look at it later. Um, maybe not. Maybe it wasn't called Love Mortals, but it was on um, Hulu. Up until I didn't watch the last. Um, okay, so you got Star Wars, Harry Potter, Avatar, perhaps Attack on Titan, Sex Education, The Bodyguard. That's all I remember on top of my head right now. I mean, I literally, I watched The Bodyguard when it came out, and I was like, it's like two years old at this point. Mm-hmm. I, forgot I think I told you at the time that you should watch it, but then I just let it go, because I figured you would watch it. Um, uh, for me, so Tiny Pretty Things, that just dropped, um, so I will need to watch that at some point. I don't know if I'm going to start it, uh, before the end of the year or not. Probably before the end of the year I'm going to start it, but I'm not going to finish it. It just depends on how my weekends go. Basically, since Disney, I will not be at home until... New Year's Eve <laughs> on the weekend. <laughs> so that's going to hinder what my movie TV watching plans are. Um, I need to finish Lord of the Rings. I'm on the last movie. Um, I think it's... I don't even want to lie and say what I think it is because I don't know. Um, what else? What else? What else? Real Housewives of Potomac. That's what I want to watch too. Yeah, I I had uh, text. Um, not text. I tweeted um, Noel. Yeah, I tweeted Noel or whatever after everybody was posting about it. Mm-hmm. I saw different clips. I'm like, oh yeah, it's kind of mess. I like. It. So let me want to hop on this little wave real quick. He was like, it's like 
You always saw like five seasons or some shit like yeah. that. Said. And I don't think I'm going to go back and watch the old seasons. I think I'm going to just watch this current season because I've seen some of the episodes from this current season. You want to go back and watch all that? He said, I mean, he said the first two seasons is dry, but he said in the third season, that's when shit might really pop off. So I said, I'm going to start from the third season. Yeah. Because it ain't like, I feel like them shows ain't really like the actual, like, you gotta regular attention. shows. You got to start from the very beginning. Right. No, shit. you don't. Like, they always yeah. have new people. They always have new dramas. Right. So, so I was going to start from the third season to see what is going on. Yeah. I want to, um, yeah, and I need to, Real Housewives of Atlanta came, came back on. That's the only one I keep up with. So I need to watch Real Housewives of Atlanta, and I want to start Potomac. Um, and another story for another day. Um, but that's all I can think of for now. I mean, I Wonder Woman's coming out on Christmas, which we already talked about that. I'm trying to think of there. I gotta watch the oh, Wonder Woman. Yeah, one that's hell. what you gotta do. I'm trying to think of um, anything that I need to catch up on that like I'm behind on. I've been talking about. Of course, we want to finish Queens Gambit. Like I said, I think we only have two or three more episodes to finish of that, um, and that'll be it. So that's it for us this week. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our Disney World review. If you do plan on going to Disney World prior to vaccinations being released to everyone um this is what you can expect and yeah we had a good time and you know we definitely i mean for me in my head the next time i'm going back to orlando will be for halloween horror nights um but i do want to go to item adventure as well maybe not the same day that's a fucking a lot um but i do want to go to item adventure so i can ride that hat That's what we will do um, next October, September, for sure. 